Sometimes it's hard to tell if someone is into you and feeling the connection in early dating or if they're a full-on love bomber and just want you to be into them. If you're not sure what the difference is between genuine interest and love bombing, or maybe you just want some concrete examples of what love bombing is and how to avoid it, keep listening. Welcome to another episode of Dating Intentionally. I'm Talia. I'm a dating coach, and on Dating Intentionally, I share no-nonsense advice for navigating modern dating with confidence and ease, whether you've been on dozens of dates or you're just getting started. I believe dating can be fun when you're not being love-bombed and you know how to avoid it. Today, we're going to get into the difference between someone showing genuine interest and being love-bombed. First things first, what is love-bombing? This term is thrown around a lot these days, so I hope this clears it up. Love bombing is when someone gives you excessive attention and affection to get you hooked on them, and in some cases feel dependent on them. They're showering you with affection, gifts, and attention, and it kind of boosts your self-esteem. The way you feel about yourself starts to become tied to how they treat you. Someone can love bomb you to either get you to fall for them without really getting to know you, which is usually not intentional, or they're trying to gain control over you. Love bombing is a tactic often used by narcissists, abusers, and cult leaders. But just because someone is love bombing you, it doesn't automatically make them one of those things. Again, sometimes it's unintentional and the person is doing it without being aware of it. Either way, it sucks and I'm going to get into how to spot it, how to avoid it, and the difference between someone showing you interest and someone love bombing you. Love bombing typically happens in the early stages of getting to know someone or a relationship, and when it happens, there's going to be this sense of insincerity. You might wonder how they're so into you after only knowing you for a short time, and it might feel like they're showering you with affection without actually paying attention to who you are. They might give you so much attention and affection that it feels like you owe them something, and that's a trap you absolutely want to avoid. You don't owe people love and affection just because they're giving it to you. You don't have to match their energy if their energy is clearly making you uncomfortable or if it feels like too much too soon. The motivation for a love bomber is about getting someone, like quote unquote getting. Getting someone's love and admiration is the ultimate goal, not building a relationship or developing a strong connection. There's a huge difference between taking action motivated by earning someone's admiration and taking action motivated by building trust and connection. And that might feel a little familiar from our episode on dating for validation and how to stop doing that, but this is different, so I'll keep going. While love bombing is linked to personality disorders like narcissistic, borderline, and antisocial personality disorder, it isn't always intentional or malicious. Sometimes it's intended as a manipulation tactic to gain control over someone, and sometimes it's just folks who don't realize they're doing it, right? Studies have shown that love bombing is also linked to insecure attachment and low self-esteem, I'll link these studies in the show notes, which you can find on my site, intentionally.dating. You can head over to the blog to find all of the show notes. Another characteristic of love bombing is that after a period of giving you tons of affection and attention, they'll withdraw and it's going to feel very dramatic. Like one day they're telling you they're falling for you and then they ghost you for a week. That's not normal. And this might compel you to try to fix the relationship and get them back which is generally what a manipulative love bomber wants because it puts them in a position of power and control. But since you're listening to this podcast, that's not going to be you. You can recognize this behavior for what it is, set boundaries, see what happens, or walk away. What might end up happening with a love bomber after you've set boundaries or stood up for yourself is they'll discard you because you're no longer satisfying their emotional need. 
And honestly, that's a good thing in this case. Don't forget that. When a love bomber discards you, it feels horrible because it's pretty much right after they've built you up and seem so in love with you. We'll hear from a few listeners in a bit who've experienced this, but a lot of them reported that it felt like a shock when this happened. And as you can imagine, it's devastating and confusing. Of course, it doesn't end there. Even after it's over with Love Bomber, they might come back and keep tabs on you or check on you, which makes it really hard to get rid of them completely. In this case, you do have to block them and further enforce your boundaries before they suck you back in. So how do you know if someone's love bombing you? One important way to tell is that the size of their emotion and expression seems a lot larger than how well you know each other. It's going to feel like way too much too soon. And while it might feel like a fairy tale at first, it's actually a huge red flag. Let's get into some clear signs that someone is love bombing you. One, showering you with gifts, but not small gifts. Think over the top gifts super early on, maybe very expensive jewelry, luxury trips, dozens of red roses, that kind of thing. Some people ask me if bringing flowers to the first date is a red flag, and I don't think it is. That just might be someone who's overthinking, making good first impression. But anything beyond that might be love bombing and it's probably a red flag. Two, they push for commitment really quickly. This is going to look like they want to make you their boyfriend, girlfriend, or partner within the first week of knowing you or something like that. On one hand, that might feel like, wow, they're so sure about me. They're not afraid of commitment, but I'm telling you it's a red flag. People need to actually get to know each other more before going to that step in a relationship, which takes time. It takes at least a month, not a week. But what would be okay is if they tell you early on that they're not seeing anyone else. Maybe they just don't date multiple people in the early stages of dating, and that's not necessarily a red flag or moving too fast, especially if they don't push you to do the same. Three, they're possessive. They might check in constantly, try to control who you see, what you wear, what you're doing and all that. They might try to spin it as like really caring about you. So watch out for that. Someone needing to know where you are at all times and expressing disapproval about who you hang out with is not cute. It's not a good look. We're adults and having independence in a relationship is healthy. It's okay if someone asks you what you did over the weekend or what your plans are, but if they're constantly checking in on you multiple times per day, that's a red flag. Four, over-the-top flattery and compliments. So of course, some verbal affection early on is fine, and I would say it's somewhat important to show interest in each other, but when it comes to a love bomber, it's going to feel like way too much too soon. Even after one or two dates, they might tell you they think you're the one, that you're perfect, that you're the best person they've ever met, and on and on. So they may also start using a pet name for you really early. And that kind of feels icky, right? And I know what you might be thinking like, wow, that might be so nice to hear though, how reassuring but not from someone you've only met a few times. It's going to feel a little creepy. Don't fall for it. Five, they're in contact with you a lot. Maybe they're not checking in on your whereabouts or who you're with, but this could look like constantly calling you, sending long texts, and messaging you on like multiple different platforms. I know we all want someone who's in touch and somewhat responsive and who initiates contact and wants to talk when we're apart, but this will feel overwhelming. A love bomber will probably expect a speedy reply from you and get upset when you're not quick to respond. I hope all these sound like blatant red flags and deal breakers when laid out like this. But I think in the moment when you're with someone who's doing this, it can be tougher to tell, especially when we have such high hopes for our dating lives. When you encounter a love bomber, you might feel like you finally met someone who's crazy about you and that's what you deserve, right? But the issue is really with the timing. They're throwing all this attention and affection your way without getting to know you and vetting you as a partner 
just like you should be vetting them. Here are some other red flags to keep in mind when trying to spot a love bomber. They rush the connection by oversharing and want to know everything about you right away. One of the listeners who wrote in about this topic shared that a guy who love bombed her tried to get her to share her most traumatic moments on the fourth date. That's a red flag. It's too soon. They get jealous when you spend time with anyone else. Again, not cute. We're adults and we should have other people in our lives, not just our partner. They'll lash out when criticized or when you try to set boundaries. This is just a huge sign of immaturity, love bombing aside. All their exes are crazy and they don't take responsibility for their part. And they use their over-the-top gestures to justify bad behavior. Like they'll get you the crazy expensive gift or take you out to the incredible Michelin star meal. And then you might catch them in a lie. And then they'll remind you about that nice gift or expensive dinner. No, thank you. Again, I hope these all just are huge red flags to you, if not deal breakers. Why would you want to date someone who lashes out when you communicate your boundaries or who gets super jealous when you hang out with anyone else, including friends and family? These are not acceptable qualities in a partner. And if you ask me, these are deal breakers in early dating. Like point blank, love bombing aside, these are not, do not keep going. Do not keep dating someone who is exhibiting these red flags. This is why it's so important to stay grounded in dating and always take in the whole picture of someone. You can't just focus on the good. You have to see the red flags too and take action when you see them, whether that's talking about it or walking away. You can go back to episode 23 if you want to learn more about staying grounded in early dating so you don't get caught up in someone being overly affectionate or love bombing. So what are some more examples of love bombing? When I asked you on Instagram what you wanted to know about love bombing versus genuine interest, I got dozens of requests for concrete examples. So One example is that they want to be with you all the time in the beginning, which I know seems sweet, but it's not how a normal healthy connection develops in early dating. Another example is they would say they're worried about you or or checking on you when there's no reason for them to be like you're just at work or you're not really doing anything where they're going to need to check on you. If someone tells you in the first few dates that you're meant to be or anything like that, that's a legit example of love bombing. How could someone possibly feel that way after just a few dates? Another example is that they try to isolate you from friends or family by taking up a lot of your time or trying to make you feel negatively about people in your life. Basically, anything that shows that they disapprove of your friends and family is an example of maybe what a love bomber would do. Finally, a concrete example of love bombing is that they're super lovey-dovey one day and silent the next, or maybe they're even going to say disrespectful or critical things to you. This is also known as hot and cold behavior, and you'll hear in stories from Dating Intentionally listeners in a bit. It's part of the love bombing cycle. I also want to share a little bit about my experience. I'm not sure I really have ever encountered a full-blown love bomber, but I've definitely encountered some of the characteristics and behaviors in my dating journey. I think part of the reason I don't have a full-blown love bombing story is that I have really solid boundaries and I'm not afraid to use them. Meaning when someone treats me in a way I don't like, I show them the door and I don't make excuses for them. But there was one guy who said, I love you to me after one month of dating exclusively, which I definitely thought was pretty fast. And I was nowhere near close to saying it. He also talked about the future a lot. But in this case, I don't think he was manipulative or intentional. He just didn't have a lot lot of experience. And I think he was really happy someone was interested in him. Of course, that only lasted two months. When a relationship starts off with that major imbalance of someone being super into you and you're just kind of not there... It's hard to keep it going like that. Like it isn't sustainable. And also he was an alcoholic and that's why it ended. 
And then there were a few guys who tried to get me to go on very extravagant dates earlier on, like super fancy restaurants and stuff. One guy invited me to Chile with him on our first date, and that felt a little love mommy. There was no second date. I think we have to be really careful about the terms we throw around because someone could do one thing like over-the-top compliments and flattery, but that behavior on its own doesn't mean they're automatically a love bomber or trying to manipulate you. I think it's important to be aware of how quickly we call something love bombing when it's just a regular old red flag. In my experience, I think a lot of this behavior is just lack of awareness, like a guy trying to get a woman to like him, or someone just being overly excited about a new connection. And can you blame them? It is pretty exciting sometimes. Whether it's love bombing or not, it's so important to set and enforce boundaries when something seems off to you or just walking away if you feel uneasy. Let's talk about how to avoid or get out of a relationship with a love bomber. If you're someone who's experienced this or you're worried about falling in love into the love bomber trap, here are some ways to avoid it or get out of it. One, pay attention to early signs and don't ignore them by setting boundaries or walking away. If you feel like something is too fast, trust your gut and let them know where your boundaries are. Remember that how they react to your boundaries would tell you almost everything you need to know, so don't be scared to enforce them if they come close to crossing the line. Two, be aware of your own vulnerability. Do you typically fall for people who are overly affectionate at first? Have you been love bombed before? It's okay. If you want to avoid getting into a relationship with love bomber, you need to be honest with yourself and about your part in this. Three, learn what a healthy relationship is and how it starts. Healthy relationships have more of a slow burn, even if the feelings are intense at first. Like in a healthy relationship, you start off more grounded, more aware that you don't know someone that well after a few dates, and it's okay to take your time getting to know someone. There's less of that desperation to lock it down or solidify things because you are more comfortable with the discomfort of like, what is this going to be, if anything? It's an uncomfortable place, but that's kind of how healthy relationships are going to start because You've got to give it time to make that connection. Four, stay grounded. If someone is getting carried away early on, you don't have to go along with them. Remind yourself how long you've known them and how well you know them. Reflect on their behavior and ask yourself if you like it or if you're okay with it before moving forward and just hoping it'll all balance out. Five, if it seems too good to be true, it probably is. Real life is not like a fairy tale. Six, talk about what a healthy partnership looks like to you with this person. If you think you're being love-bombed, bring it up. Talk about what it means to be in a healthy relationship and see where you do and don't align. You can even say in this conversation what actions of theirs have made you uncomfortable and then see what happens. Seven, leave. If you sense you're being love-bombed, you can skip all that and just walk away. So what's the difference between love-bombing and just liking someone? When someone is showing you genuine interest, it's going to more or less align with how well you know each other. While a love bomber might invite you to Paris for a week after five dates, someone showing genuine interest might invite you to a day trip after five dates, which is more appropriate. A love bomber would say, I think you're the one early on. And someone who's genuinely interested would just say, I really like getting to know you or I like spending time with you early on. Another example is that a love bomber might call you excessively while you know they know you're out with friends and they'll act super upset when you weren't on your phone. And someone genuinely interested in you will text you something like, I hope you're having a great night out or something that shows that they care without being possessive and weird about it. Generally, it's going to feel less intense with someone who's showing interest in you, but not love bombing. You're probably not going to feel swept off your feet. And that's a good thing. You want to stay grounded here. 
Someone genuinely interested in you is going to show up consistently, but not over the top. Their actions will mostly match their words and they'll show interest in getting to know you and less interest in acting in a way that gets you hooked on them. They'll take an interest in your interests and be present on dates. And most importantly, they will respect your boundaries. When researching this episode, this seemed to be one of the biggest differences. Someone who's interested in pursuing you and a relationship with you, building trust and a connection with you, will take your boundaries in stride and respect them. But a love bomber either won't respect your boundaries at all, or they'll lash out and criticize you when you set them. Even if someone isn't a love bomber, this reaction to your boundaries needs to be a deal breaker in early dating. This is not how someone emotionally secure or emotionally available acts when someone they're talking to or dating sets a boundary. The thing about someone showing you genuine interest is that, yeah, it might feel a little predictable and boring because it's what you'd expect in early stage dating. It's not going to feel out of the ordinary, but that's a good thing. That's what we're looking for. So this question came up a lot when I was talking to the Dating Intentionally Instagram community, and that is, why does genuine interest feel a little off-putting? I honestly think some of us are so used to emotionally unavailable partners or having to chase someone or run away from love bombers that when someone acts normal and seems open and ready for a healthy relationship, we're automatically skeptical. It's sad. We're like, when is the other shoe going to drop? If you relate to this, please DM me on Instagram at dating.intentionally. Look, I felt this way when Johnny and I started to get to know each other. We had our first video call, you know, when we first started talking, and I honestly thought I would never hear from him again because in my mind, I was like, how much of a connection can you really make on a video call? And what if he just has dozens of them lined up? When he texted me the following day and wanted to set up another call, I was surprised, but open. I recognized that here was someone who just wanted to get to know me more and he seemed normal, so I kept going. By the way, if you think someone wanting to set up a second date shortly after the first date is love bombing, I'm here to tell you that it's not. He was very persistent early on, but not over the top. And on our third in-person date, which was over a month after we started talking, he sent me this Spotify playlist he made for me. That to me was a very appropriate gesture. It wasn't love bombing. It didn't feel like a grand romantic gesture, but it felt thoughtful. He also texted me really nice things early on, but again, it was never too much. He used to say things like, I'm so glad I met you. This is not love bombing. I think if I had met Johnny earlier on when I was dating more for validation, I would have been turned off because there was no chase here. We met, he liked me right away and showed it without being pushy. I was interested in him and open to letting it play out. I didn't have to do anything to prove that I was worthy of being his girlfriend or earn his affection. So I think when you're dating for validation, someone just being genuinely interested in you, even when it's not love bombing, feels unfamiliar. By the way, you can go back and listen to episode number 21 for my advice on how to stop dating for validation. I hope this clears up the differences between love bombing and genuine interest. I would be really sad if you were dating and writing off people for just being into you, like in a genuine way. Remember to keep stepping back and assessing their behavior. So we've gone over a lot and I hope this clears up the differences between love bombing and genuine interest. As a dating coach, I would be really sad if you're dating and just automatically writing off people for being into you in general. Remember that if you keep stepping back and assessing their behavior, you won't accidentally trip and fall into a relationship with a narcissist love bomber. You have to stay grounded and stick to your boundaries, and I know that won't happen. All right, let's get into some stories from some listeners. Before recording this, I asked folks on Instagram to email me with their love bombing experiences. So you're going to hear from three different women. First up is a listener from London, and she sent me a very long 
long, long email, but I just picked out this one part because I thought it was really important. She writes about a short relationship that was only a few dates long. He was the one driving the pace of the entire thing. He was the one asking me for four dates in seven days. He was the one talking about the future, kids, asking me if I'd pause my Hinge profile. He was the one who wanted to go on holidays abroad after four dates. Also, I was so confused for such a long time whether he would come back when he was less busy, but he didn't. He never thanked me for my time. He never said it was nice to get to know me, never apologized for giving me the wrong impression or breaking things off so abruptly. And a guy whose entire career is based off understanding trauma and its effects, he tried his very, very best to get me to share the most traumatic experience I've ever had under the guise of nothing you tell me will put me off when he must have known that he had no intention of sticking around after sleeping with me. The fact that he complimented me on how quote unquote genuine I am, is he deluded or actually malicious? I will never know. So what I noticed from the story, it's like, She's describing this short-lived romance where he, in the first four dates, was talking about the future, kids, all this stuff. They slept together and then he bounced, right? And it's like he got her, right? He won her. He was trying to get her to tell him something very traumatic that happened to her to even build that false sense of trust. It's like a rush, right? And no, will we ever know if he was malicious or deluded? (laughs) We won't. But I hope that this listener has learned that if it's like a whirlwind, it's probably bad. (laughs) You know, it shouldn't be a whirlwind. It should be more like a gentle breeze in the beginning. All right, here's another one. When I dated my ex, he was amazing, perfect, and everything I ever wanted. I find it very difficult to draw the line of what's love bombing or not, but he was everything I wanted and wasn't overdoing it in my eyes at the time. But he said early on that I was perfect and rejected any input that I shared about that not being true and my flaws. They were all, he said, it's okay, it's part of you. Still perfect for me. For someone who has never had a loving relationship, this sounded like a dream. Three months later, he started getting annoyed that those flaws I had mentioned in the beginning. He started trying to isolate me from my friends, stopping my hobbies, and just being annoyed at me for everything in one month and wanting to marry me and buy a house the other moment. (laughs) Wow. I don't know if we call it love bombing, but it feels like a bomb of love was dropped and then exploded on my face. But it also, that makes me think, maybe he thinks I love bomb him. I reciprocated all that he gave to me and I initiated loving conversations too. I did learn about not rushing and time. We can't know someone in three months, let let alone one month when I was already a forever girlfriend and the best thing that ever happened to him. So yeah, similar story. It's like, you're perfect. You're amazing after a month, you know, and then you get into the relationship and they realize that you are not actually the fantasy idealistic version that they've created in their head and they push you away and they leave. And it's just like, you can't let them sweep you off your feet like that. You have to stay grounded. Okay. Here's the last one. And this one is, you know, she wrote a long email and she kind of writes her lesson at the end. So that's what I'm sharing with you. I've come to learn that most love bombers are chasing the idea of being in love. They idealize a person so much in the beginning stages and make them out to be the way they want to be in their mind only to discover they're not that way at all. They just created a narrative in their mind because they want that love so desperately with someone. I share this one because I think this listener put it absolutely perfectly. Like, this is what a love bomber does. Not only are they creating a fantasy in their mind, they're living it out by th- dumping affection on you and and telling you you're perfect and all this stuff, even if they don't actually know you. And it's horrible. Like, I don't want you to go through that. So I really hope this episode helped. 
Someone who is genuinely interested in you isn't chasing the idea of you or the idea of being in a relationship. They're spending time with you to get to know you and see how your connection unfolds. That's what we're aiming for here. And I fully believe you can find it. As always, I'm here to help. I would love to know what's one thing you took away from this episode. Share with me on Instagram by DMing me directly. My handle is at dating.intentionally. I read and respond to as many messages as I can, and I love hearing from you. Thank you so much for listening. I love it if you share this episode with someone who's navigating dating and might need to break their pattern of falling for love bombing. If any of these episodes have helped you in your dating journey, you can help me by leaving a stunning review on Apple or giving Dating Intentionally five stars on Spotify. I really appreciate it. Once again, I'm Talia and this has been Dating Intentionally. I'll catch you next time. 